Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another five-minute drop here on Aloha and Peace. I'm Dr. J. I'm a licensed psychologist, hypnotherapist, and psychospiritualist. What that means is that in the short period of time that we have here today, we are going to be talking about different psychology tips and strategies that you can collect in your toolbox or even consider different concepts and theories that might help you to reevaluate and reconsider who you are and what kind of a life that you want to build for yourself. So today's episode is all about growth. And I was thinking about growth because growth is synonymous with terms like evolution or transformation. And the thing is, even though all of these words, growth, evolution, transformation, are all synonymous, they all mean slightly different things. And I wanted to focus a little bit on evolution compared to what transformation might imply. So transformation is simply a change or a collection of changes that happen or take place. So for example, if I have dark hair and I wanted to go really light, I can create that change. Or perhaps if some of you love to garden in the spring, you might love to garden tulips, but decide the next season that you want to uh, switch it up and garden roses, for example. That's creating transformation. It's just a change or a series of changes that you decide to implement and um, put into place. Evolution, on the other hand, is slightly different in that evolution takes transformation and adds direction. What I mean by that is an evolution takes place only when there are changes that happen in a directed and guided way. So the best metaphor that I can think of is if you like to sail and you climb into your sailboat and you just go out onto the lake because it's just a beautiful day, maybe the sea, let's just say the sea because the sea is expansive. Um, If you want to just enjoy the day and enjoy the sun and you're just out there just to have a good time, that's almost like transformation. But when you think about maybe climbing into your sailboat with the um, intention of going or getting to a specific destination, that's evolution. I hope you guys understand the difference. So why is it important for us to talk about growth in, in such different ways today? And why is it important to consider growth at all versus just having or living um, a comfortable life in the comfort zone? Well, I want you to consider the fact that as human beings, we all have different things that we desire. So when you think about this term, desire or want, when you want something in life, it implies that there is a gap. There is a gap between what your heart and your mind want to see happen in your life in tangible ways and there is a gap between being there and not actually having that in your life. So when we say I want something, it implies that it doesn't exist in a tangible way yet. And the reason why it might not exist in a tangible way yet is because either A, you haven't earned it yet or B, it's not deserving of you. So that topic in and of itself is for a different podcast but I want you guys just in the back of your mind consider the fact when you want something in your life it's because a you haven't earned it yet or b it's not deserving of you we will come back to that in a different episode but today I wanted to frame this concept of growth and evolution from this perspective right we want something and if we want something it means it hasn't happened yet In order for something to happen, typically, it's because we haven't earned it yet. And what that means is that we need to put into action different things that will actually get us to that point. 
So consider what it is that you want in life right now. And I want you to ask yourself these two questions. A, do you understand why you're afraid of actually achieving that thing or having that thing in your life? And the second question I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you're attached to right now, either a person, an outcome, or ideas that prevent that exact thing that you want in your life from coming into your life. So consider in your mind's eye right now what it is that you want most in your life. Okay? And then I want you to ask yourself these two questions. A. Do you understand why you're afraid of that thing being in your life right now? And B. What is it that you might be attached to? Either a person, an outcome, or ideas that's actually preventing that thing that you want in your life from coming in. So let's go through some examples here that might help you guys to understand how asking these two questions will help you to actually manifest or bring into your life, create in your life what it is that you ultimately want. So understand why you're afraid. For a really long time, I've been super afraid, super scared to be vulnerable with other people. I've had some experiences in my childhood that has led me to actually be very closed off and guarded. And because of the, well, not because of the experiences, because of my responses to these experiences, I've almost like built a wall um, between myself and anyone else who wants to kind of come into my world and my reality. There was a point in time when um, I became, it's not that I became lonely, but I wasn't understanding why there was this need inside of me to want to form relationships more so than I have had up until that point in my life. And when I learned to ask myself, why am I afraid of bringing these relationships into my life, people that get me, people that you might call, quote unquote, your tribe members, what is it that I am afraid of? Why am I afraid of bringing people like that in my life? As soon as I ask that question, and remember, life is all about asking the right questions if you want the right answers. As soon as I learned to ask that question, I learned right away that I had this fear of not being good enough. And because of this fear of not being good enough or not meeting other people's standards, I've, I had closed myself off. I built a wall. So whereas other people that I was meeting on a day-to-day basis thought I was either aloof or um, on the extreme side thought I was rude or condescending, what was actually happening for me was that I was afraid of actually letting people in. And because I began to understand why I was afraid of building tribe members in my life, I understood right away that perhaps the reason why I didn't have tribe members in my life at that point in time wasn't because the universe was mean or the universe didn't think I deserved it. It was because I had this particular limiting belief that was getting in the way. So then from that point in time, I asked myself, okay, so I'm afraid of not being good enough for other people. How is that serving me? And what perspective can I take now to get rid of that limiting belief? And the moment I asked that question, an immediate download came to mind. I realized at that point in time, in exactly that moment, 
that what I'm made of, I might be made of carbon and hydrogen atoms, yes, that's great. But what I'm really made of down at my core, my essence is love. What wires me together is love. And the moment I realize that because I am made of love, it can't be taken from me. It's not Love is not something that can be taken from me because that's just what I am. That's what I'm made of. As soon as I realized that, it's almost like, think of um, long, long time ago. As a human uh, species, we believed that the earth was flat. And because the earth was flat, or so we believed, we thought that sailing out into the deep blue seas would mean that eventually we would fall off the grid. But it wasn't until we began to realize that the earth is round and we began to see and believe that the earth was round that we began to explore as a species. Now, as soon as the human species collectively began to believe that the earth was round and not flat, that fear of, oh my God, I'm going to fall off the grid, completely disappeared because they simply just adopted a new paradigm, a new map. And it's exactly what happened with me when I realized love is what I'm wired with. That's what I am. It's not something that can be taken from me. And if love is what I'm wired with, it means that there's no such thing as being good enough for other people. It really doesn't matter. So as soon as I learned to ask the right questions, it almost immediately disappeared. And it started with, why am I afraid? So the second question I asked you guys to consider is, think about what it is that you might be attached to at this point in time, a particular person, outcome, or ideas that might be getting in the way. So when you're attached to a specific or particular person, it's you're engaging in a dance called codependency, and you are relying on someone outside of you to fulfill needs that you have that only you can fulfill. And the reason why we engage in a dance of codependency is because we continue looking outside of ourselves for our needs to be met. It never gets met, of course, because we're looking in all the wrong places, but we continue to have this dance of, I need someone else to fill this need, and it needs to be a specific person. So you might not be attached to a specific person, or maybe you are. Either way, I want you to consider, is there a specific outcome I'm also attached to? This is when we believe life has to be a certain way or the end result has to look exactly like X, Y, Z in order for us to feel a certain way. So, for example, um, you might perhaps consider that a life that's with a married partner with two kids, a white picket fence and a dog and, you know, the nice cars is exactly what needs to happen in order for you to feel happy and fulfilled so that you can finally show up in the world and do what you love. But that's being attached to a specific outcome. And as long as you're attached to a specific outcome that something has to look a certain way, the universe cannot give you actually what you deserve so that white picket fence with the family and a dog and the cars might not be deserving of you because there's something more something greater something more expansive that your soul is yearning for so that's what happens when we're attached to a specific outcome is that we keep chasing something that we think is going to help fulfill our needs we keep checking off the boxes of the checklist and that's why sometimes when we go to um, work with a life coach for example and we work to engage in activities that check off those boxes we end up spending two years right going through that checklist going okay i have all these things why am i back at square one so i want you to keep that in mind as well that sometimes we become attached to a specific outcome 
Finally, I asked you to consider that perhaps you might be attached to a specific idea as well. So what's the difference between being attached to an outcome or being attached to an idea? Being attached to an idea is like using a map to help you navigate the world. So for example, if you were to go explore the city of Paris, you wouldn't use a map that showed you the different um, pipes that go underneath the city or the grid lines for the city of Paris to explore Paris. You would use a different map. You would use a map that would help you to find the different places and locations, um, the yummy food, for example, or music and venues that you want to explore when you go visit Paris. So when we're attached to a specific out or this, I'm sorry, a specific idea, it means that we are attached to using a specific map in our life that doesn't serve us. I would not take a map of the different grid lines for the city of Paris if I wanted to see what kinds of food is out there and what kind of food that the locals enjoy. So for me, for example, for a really long time, I've been attached to this idea that um, living life meant I needed to meet some kind of purpose, right? That I needed to actively pursue meeting a purpose. But it wasn't until I let go of that idea that I cut that cord to that attachment to that specific idea that I realized that life becomes so much more effortless and fluid and fun. When I show up on a day-to-day basis and not actively pursuing this idea of um, having to fulfill a purpose, but instead I show up on a day-to-day day-to-day life wanting to have fun wanting to pursue the things that puts a smile on my face all of a sudden this quote-unquote meeting my life purpose happens as a byproduct and I see it on a day-to-day basis that that's exactly how it happens this is your challenge today write down what it is that you want most in your life right now ask yourself the two questions why are you afraid of this specific or particular desire or want coming into your life assume that you are okay assume that you're afraid and ask why and then b ask yourself the question what am i attached to right now whether it's a person an outcome or an idea that's actually preventing this thing from coming into my life so ask yourself those two questions in terms of what it is that you want in your life why that might not be coming into your life and see how quickly you can get that to manifest I'm Dr. J. I hope that was helpful. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions at drj, D-R-J, at yourlifeinspired.com. That's drj at yourlifeinspired.com. I'll talk to you guys soon.